0: Only Three Lads is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast family, home to some of the best music podcasts on the planet. Visit PantheonPodcast.com to discover more. And if you like what we do on O3L, we kindly ask you to please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on right now. It really helps us more than you know.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check.
0: Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it?
1: Episode 134 The O3L Halloween Special (laughs) Welcome to the Halloween Special
0: I don't know, does that sound spooky or just dumb? (laughs) Uh, Well, it's a fine line, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, that was spooky. Does it? I'll look I'll, at that. I'll give you a fair amount of spook for that. Yes. Yeah. See,
2: now smoking way back in the day, that's what helped that. So it's the only three lads podcast each and every week. We take a look at the golden age of alternative music from 1974 to 1999. And what we're doing here is a little Halloween special. Yeah. Because who doesn't love Halloween? Nobody in well, their right mind i'll tell yeah. you that sometimes like you know people who are really strong christians or like maybe um, and uh what are they called and uh, what help me out um like those yeah, really dexterous no, are you, where are you uh, going with no, this that's 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 like a that's like a switch hitter um i'm talking about like an evangelical christian oh, like i know yeah, there's some yeah, yeah. because i remember um you know my baby mama and my son's brothers and sisters when when uh, they were younger, they went to a private school and it was, I think, Baptist, but
1: okay. they would
2: come home all the time around Christmas or Christmas around uh, Halloween and say, you know, um, we can't celebrate Halloween because it's the devil's holiday. And we're it like, whoa, these, whoa, whoa. It is Satan's doing. Yeah. I was like, first of all, we're Catholic. OK, so I don't care what those people say. Secondly, all Hallow's Eve on November 1st, you're celebrating that. And that's like a holidays for Krishna of Catholics. And so. We always Satan talked out commands of it. you to eat that butterfinger. Exactly. And I get all the Whoa. Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the most annoying O3L yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was like some recently, I want to say today I heard about this, that they were saying that Halloween for millennials is like their favorite holiday any holiday where you get to dress up as slutty fill in the blank yes that's a good day
0: slutty nurse slutty whatever and then what do guys dress up we're equal opportunity here so there's nothing saying that that can't be you know guys costume too yeah but guys it does not as much fun you know when girls dressed all slutty you're like wow but
2: when guys do it you're like dude what are you doing i'm slutty firefighter (laughs) yeah it doesn't work the same like not, it's not slutty Bob the Builder. <laughs> yeah, you know, it just, I don't know. You
0: know, like, can I fix it?
2: Yes, I <laughs> it can. can. Yeah. You know, you just have like asslish, uh, you know, overalls and stuff. And I think that would work great. Because uh, what, that would be a slutty Bob the Builder. <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when, you <were> kid, <laughs> when you were a kid, when you were a kid, what's your most memorable costume?
0: I remember dressing up as John Lennon one year. Nice. And everybody was like, who, who are you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've always been a nerd, but I wore a long wig and a beard and glasses, and I called myself John Lennon. Nice. Remember, I don't even think they make these anymore. When we were kids, it was like the vinyl costumes and the plastic mask, right? Mm-hmm. right. So I think I had one where I was like the Fonz or something, and it was like a Fonz mask with the vinyl costume or uh i think mork from orc one year for some reason i seem to remember that or fred flintstone but it was always the same thing the plastic mask and that vinyl like pajamas that you'd have to go out in right and then if it ever
2: caught on fire just melt on you
0: oh yeah yeah awesome. forget about it yeah, yeah.
2: you're you're done yeah. yeah i think for me it was i was the hulk one year so i was all in green Ooh. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, not really, because boy, was that a mess. And then another year, probably the one I remember the most because I made it. um, I borrowed my sister's high heels. And um, I I know where you think this is going, but it's not going there. Um, I'm uh, intrigued. Peter Chris from Kiss. I went as him one year. So I made like my big glam boots. Oh, cool. So that was probably my most memorable one that I can really remember. All right. Yeah. Well, Slutty Bob the Builder approves of that. Yeah, exactly. So maybe maybe that's it's yours this year. Are you gonna get dressed up this year
0: for reals? Nah. You know, I know I talked I'm about not, Warren Jeffs. No. I I don't think I will. Yeah. I don't think I will. I don't think there's time. Oh, there's always time. My daughter Paisley is excited. She is going as '90s MTV cartoon icon Daria. Daria. Oh, I could totally yes. see that. She's got the look for that one totally she totally does and she has the sarcasm for it there is not a soul at her school that's going to know who she is not at all but if she you know what though
2: she brings like an ipad with her and then she's playing the episodes off youtube oh yeah and then that's when people are like this and maybe there's like good zingers that she can hold on to right and the teachers will know they're going to read because they were probably in you know isn't it weird you go and meet like your 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 kids teachers Mm -hmm. and they're like 23 they're like Mm oh you're like
0: God, shut up. It just I don't have I, I can't take you seriously. What was the point when you realized that now all the teachers were younger than you? <sighs> Not all of them are, um, at least for my son's school.
2: but yeah. um a lot of them. like there's sometimes I'll see you can tell the teachers from the kids sometimes because the kids they're all wearing, I don't know, pajama bottoms or, you know, they have holes in their pants. Um, but then you see the other teachers and you're like, Is that a student or is that a oh, that's the counselor, you know, (laughs) and they have, you know, it's just that they don't have holes in their pants. That's about the only difference sometimes that you can tell. That's how you can tell. At least in Phoenix, because it's finally getting cold. You know, it's like sixty five degrees in the morning and all, you know, they're all wearing all the women are wearing their like moon boots, and it's like, oh, it's fall, I get to wear scarves, and you're like, Please come on. So you need to make sure your pants are completely intact. I would think so it gets drafty well it gets drafty but remember when we were kids and whatever you know how our hairstyles were and everything else and sure you know now you're looking at these guys and you know these kids think this is the way I'm going to look the rest of my life you're like dude couple more years your hair's going to go the way of the buffalo just going to start jumping off your head and they're going to be singing your little song this little head of mine i'm going to let it shine and then you know it just down from there this little head of mine I'm gonna let it shine. Not gonna Hallelujah let the devil oof, right. blow it up. So yeah, so hey, um again, this is the most annoying special episode of the Only Three Lads podcast for it's Halloween. It's special. It's yeah, a party. party. It's special. We've boy, it's been a weird work week too. And right uh, we we're just talking recently about all the commercials that they have for the candidates coming up in the midterm. Mm-hmm. And boy, this can't end enough. And I hate to break it to everybody, but the 2024 presidential election cycle will probably start beginning in February. And that's after all the lawsuits and everybody saying, I won, they won, voter suppression, illegal votes, fake news. So no matter what, we are doomed. Let's just
0: listen to music. Well, I told you about the ones, the ones that we're getting. There was a robbery in Las Vegas where a man held... A casino up at gunpoint. He was an illegal alien. Democrats who are letting illegal aliens across the border. This must stop.
2: I'm like here in Phoenix, of course. Yeah, we we have you know, which is a kind of a. Race being watched nationwide for the Arizona governor. We have Carrie Lake and she is a former TV news anchor. And then we have Katie Hobbs, who sounds like she's on the Kardashians. She's got the fry. And so, of course, these commercials are like spot of Satan. Katie Hobbs wants the illegals to take over the place. And then, of course, then it's Carrie Lake wants people to follow the law she's extreme and you're just going (laughs) will this please end i mean please and let me tell you this is the truth and i hate to break it to everybody no matter what tribe you subscribe to they don't care about you they only care every two four and six years and that's it and they're going to tell you whatever you need to hear you know oh well i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that and guess what if you're going to be voting for your congressperson in two years, they're gonna be back saying the same thing or whatever the big problem is then. But hey, Halloween. Oh yeah, candy, let's talk about candy. Yeah. And uh, well, we it's Halloween, we wanna talk about scary things and the election's gonna be a scary thing. So we're talking about Halloween and basically we just wanna give you a playlist in case you're gonna be at home handing out candy, going to a party, um, you know, like trunk or treats are cool too. Maybe you could blast these tunes coming out of your car. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are at your church, maybe a community center, school, whatever it is.
0: Yeah, um, there's probably a couple of my picks that would not be appropriate for church trunk retreats. Well, I Just think say. all of mine would be. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Depending what kind of church you go to. If you go to the Church of uh, Satan, maybe. Yes, Satan. The Church of oh, Satan. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You've been practicing Pretty good that's my whole life yeah <laughs> your whole life has been in preparation for this very moment exactly
2: well you know you do that in the middle of the night like like tonight when you go to bed with your beautiful yeah. wife we you know how like you have to get up <laughs> in the middle of the night because at our age our prostate it's like a balloon and it's just expanding sure so then you have to go drip in the middle of the night and go god was this ever come out of me And is this really a problem? My prostate looks like a watermelon. And so in the middle of the night, when you get up, just do that. Just
0: (laughs) women love
1: it. I'm
2: just telling
0: you, where is this going (laughs)
2: to music? Let's talk about a Halloween playlist. Remember, we said this was going to last 15 minutes. And we've 50, already well, yeah, just about well, top fifteen. Minutes. We're
0: blowing right past that. But Halloween songs, right? But top five songs for your Halloween playlist. Playlist, right? Okay, great. Okay, all right. So do now you want me we to go first? On that. Sure.
2: All right. So here's my first song, and I like it a lot, and I think it would go very well with anyone's playlist. But the band is called Eels, and this song, "My Beloved Monster," came out in 1996. I just think it's a little bit creepy, a little bit fun. And uh, perfect for a Halloween playlist. I like that.
1: I didn't
0: even
2: think of that one. Well, there you go. I know you think you have me pegged. I don't know, because I saw a lot of those songs and I said, yeah, but I'm going to throw a curveball. And so I'm going to so I'm kind of throwing some junk balls tonight whenever people are listening to this.
0: Well, all right, because I thought I had three of yours. So we'll see at the end of it how many, if any, I got right. I bet you you got one. All right. I'm sure I got one. So my number five, Nick Cave has made a long and brilliant career out of his ghoulish, frail, pale appearance his rich, fiendish baritone, and as a callback to the last episode, his Pulitzer surprise-worthy lyrics that romanticize death and violence, particularly as they relate to passion, love, and religion. So in short, tis the season to listen to some Nick. So I'm going to go back to his days in the Australian goth punk band The Birthday Party, with Mick Harvey and Roland S. Howard, both brilliant writers and musicians. And I'm choosing the positively frightening performance called Release the Bats, which was a single from 1982. So really, the song was done as more of a lark to play up the band's image over this noisy squall, cave squeals, hoops and hollers, strings of words that were like catnip to perverted vampire wannabes everywhere. Sex, whore, sex, bat, sex, vampire, whore, vampire, bite. So blasting this song isn't necessarily going to encourage four-year-olds dressed as Dora the Explorer to come get Twizzlers (laughs) out of your trunk. But 25-year-olds who bought the last slutty vampire costume at Party City, bring them on. So release the bats.
2: Amen, brother. All right. I guess I'm going to go for number four. Again, I just made a big list. I'm just picking off of it since this is a special. I'm going to go with my gut i'll go with my feelers and i think my number four is going to be drum roll please skinny puppy skinny puppy killing game from 1992. it's a great song yeah it's very industrial and uh i remember this song from a long time ago but it's just kind of fun kind of dark perfect for halloween if you ask me Because, and of course, being in Phoenix, uh, Halloween night, Phoenix is the only place you're going to hear air conditioners kick on and off as you're out trick or treating. Because that's what happens every year in the Valley of the Sunstroke or Satan's, you know, ball pit, whatever you want to call it. Phoenix, Arizona. You really should write for the uh, tourism board. Yeah. Hey, come here. You want cancer? You know, everyone gets cancer. Why don't you come to Phoenix? You can get skin cancer. We're the skin capital of almost the world. I wanna say we're in the top maybe three, maybe two. I don't know. We have to look that. that up. Yeah,
0: I'm sure that's what I'll die from. All right. Well, number four, I don't know what it is about 50s guitar tone and rockabilly style that lends itself so well to campy shock. I guess it's probably a tie in to the era of cheesy, horror, sci fi, and exploitation flicks. You know, the kind of movies that were shown on uh, The Elvira Show. Did you guys have The Elvira Show in Phoenix? Of course we did, yep. Okay, good. Just just making sure. But two bands on opposite sides of the Atlantic were largely responsible for making this a thing during the o era. And I'm thinking of British band The Meteors and The New York Band, who by many counts were the first band to describe their music as psychobilly. And I'm talking about, you may have guessed, The Cramps. So the song I'm going with for number four is from their 1980 debut songs. The Lord taught us called I was a teenage werewolf. If there was ever a song that captured the feeling of those black and white B movies, it's gotta be this one. And that's probably because it actually was a fifties B movie starring Michael Landon. I was a teenage werewolf. So before he was Bonanza's little Joe Cartwright, Little House Dad, Charles Ingalls, and whatever the heck the character's name was on Highway to Heaven, Michael Landon was a teenage werewolf with a thirst to kill. (laughs) Cue your laugh.
1: Perfect.
0: Maybe that was maybe you smoked a little bit too much back in your day. The Cramps play at campy and slinky with lead singer Lux interior panting and screaming as if he was simultaneously invoking Elvis Gene Vincent and screaming Jay Hawkins. Great lines in the song. I was a teenage werewolf braces on my fangs. Just incredible. Number four, the cramps. I was a teenage werewolf. Good pick. Thank you. And I
2: was just thinking, okay, so skin cancer, Utah, Vermont, and Minnesota have the highest rates of skin cancer. Really? Texas, Alaska, and New Mexico have the lowest rates. And But Arizona, it. Uh, let's see, there's skin cancers higher in Arizona. So BCC and SEC are usually curable skin cancers, but rates of NMSC in Arizona are high because of the year-round temperatures and exposure to uh, amounts of UV rays. So oh. they're high here too. You wouldn't think Minnesota would be on that list. I know. I don't know. Maybe because they're so like butt white at times, you know what I mean? When they do go outside, I don't know a lot of people from Minnesota. Hey, Viking fans, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. All right well the third song i'm picking for your playlist this halloween is a good one i've loved this song for a very long time i've been listening to it a lot this week and i'm like hey it's got to go on this list but david bowie i'm afraid of americans of course afraid the connection with halloween and who isn't afraid of
0: americans just ask people around the world guilty as charged
2: I was also thinking, Brett, if like a dispensary wants to kind of, you know, support this podcast, we could play a little commercial and then we can do that. You know, hey, if you got skin cancer and you need some weed to kill the pain, then <laughs> <Wow>.
0: <laughs> we got this
2: drain for you.
0: You've really gone dark, my friend. <laughs> it's Halloween, man. Halloween. I guess so. Yeah. I'm not I sure don't. what the skin cancer tie in is with Halloween, but. All right. Are we just uh, we're just going straight through this, right? Yeah, yeah. We, All right. Yeah, we just Perfect. better.
2: I, I think right. we should just end it now. I think I've ruined it. Greg ruins everything.
0: You ruined Halloween. Uncle Greg has added again. You know what? This is the equivalent of this is the equivalent of bringing your Halloween bag home and you got nothing but circus peanuts. And those peanut butter taffy things that are wrapped in the brown wax paper.
2: Yeah, I like those though. You know what really
0: sucks is when you get like the toothbrush. Practical me
2: now, I would appreciate a toothbrush. That's because you're insane. I can go buy my own toothbrush. I want candy, it's Halloween. I'm a little bit, I guess maybe locked in my ways that way. You could buy your own fun size Snickers. I could, but you know, but hey, but really, are fun size, are they really fun? Not really. Like even now, you know, when you're a kid and you go to the house that gives you the full size candy bars, yeah. everybody talks about that, right? It's the most popular house. There you go. So fun size isn't really fun. I think they're just messing with us. Full That's just size my is fun. Exactly, right. yeah. yeah. Right. It's like ladies, you know, cool. it's like, you know, I just got a chub or, you know, hey, ready to fly a kite type of thing. What would you rather have, the fun size or the behemoth, you know, it's just, it's, It's, you know, such a personal matter of choice, I guess. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to believe that these specials need to go (laughs) because we thought it would be quick. (laughs) Hey, let's just make a little,
0: you know, playlist for people. Well, we'll get there. We're, we're on number three. Yeah. Uncle Greg's ruining it. You're right. So you had a good number three. My number three is by Susie and the Banshees. And I know their 1981 masterpiece Juju actually contains a song called Halloween. I mean, that would be the low hanging fruit to pick, Mm -hmm. right? But I decided to go with another classic from that album, probably the best known song from Juju, Spellbound. Great one. So rather than Halloween's overt chorus of trick or treat, Spellbound conjures up the bewitching magic of the season. You hear laughter cracking through the walls. It sends you spinning. You have no choice. You have Budgie's hypnotic tribal beat. John McGooch's uh, lycurgic post-punk guitar, Steve Severin's dark bass, and of course Susie sounding positively enchanted and a little menacing as she howls. And don't forget when your elders forget to say their prayers. Take them by the legs and throw them down the stairs. I mean, (laughs) if that's not a chilling image from a creepy horror film, I don't know what it is. I picture this little girl standing at the top of the stairs with a hollow look in her eyes and a maniacal laugh humanly <laughs> I was looking for something a little more girlish, but that's, that's fine. <laughs> ah, that's it. Thank you. And by the way, it is not recommended to throw your elders down the stairs to you little snots. So that's my number three spellbound susie and the banshees
2: and i just want to say that brett uh d- is not does not support ye the artist formerly known as kanye west no i don't and the reason why i say that because how many times did you just say juju
0: ah thank you uh, yes yes that, that is that is j u j like what the hell? where where the hell is this
2: guy going what as in, is it i God didn't doing? know where you're going as in the fruit the juju fruit
0: yes right yes Um, okay i'm just thank you just playing but you're right i do not support ye which is a shame because i did enjoy my beautiful dark twisted fantasy whatever that album was but yeah no the guy's a loon a raving lunatic well you know um i only know one song that i
2: could name from him and that's gold digger yeah so that's it so i don't really you know but hey hopefully he gets help okay so this is where i'm going to get really predictable for you Ministry. what are some of the thong, songs you think not thongs don't even think of me a thong i want you to eat in the late next month um but what are some of the songs maybe that you would think would be my one
0: and two uh i would say for you it would be my one and two choices for you yes. were ramones pet cemetery and ministry every day is halloween and that's my number one and two
1: ramone's uh-huh.
0: pet cemetery i knew you would know it
2: the smell of death. And then, Ministry Every Day is Halloween would be my number one. Came out in '87. You know, that's just when you play that song, people never even heard it before. They're going to be walking around going up, beep, up, 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 beep, up, up. A great song in Pet Cemetery, of course, at my number two. Got to get Ramones on there. So there you go. You're just doing a twofer right here. I ruined everything. Well, you guessed it. What am I going to do? Brett the suspense. everything. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. All right. So fair play. Can you guess my one and two? No, I don't. I, you're you're going to have something weird. Something that I've never heard of. Something that's going to be great. No. And then I'll be listening to. One well, me. I mean,
0: yes. No, it's great. But you know both these songs. Uh, so you want me to just rattle off my one and two? Let's do it. All right. So my number two is the least apparent Halloween song thematically. But I know it's one that a lot of us associate with this time of year. Echo and the Bunnymen, The Killing Moon. Yep. Or as Ian McCulloch requires us to say legally, the greatest song of all time off the greatest album of all time. Are you happy, Ian? Are you happy now? Yes, he should be. The song is, as the writer himself has declared, about life, death, God, everything in between. I mean, those are obviously great topics for the greatest song of all time. But the overarching theme is man's eternal struggle with the push of will and the pull of fate. It has this great eerie dark tone with Ian's bruised croon and Will Sargent's very mystic Eastern sounding guitar. You just picture this big giant full blue moon where fate will have its way with you. And thanks, of course, to the song's prominent placement in the film, Donnie Darko, I also get irrational visions of giant bunnies pretending the end of the world. So that is a pretty powerful song. So that's my number two. Number two, Equin, The Bunnyman, The Killing Moon. And since I have already ruined your number one, because apparently I ruined Halloween, my number one song for this Halloween special is The Cure's Lullaby." Lullaby, oh, there you go. A song so seductively creepy, That it could even give exterminators arachnophobia. I like that. It's been interpreted to be about a recurring childhood nightmare of Robert Smith. Maybe an actual child predator, which is scary. Or a metaphor for being consumed by an addiction. None of them sound like a, a great option. Creepy lines like, be still, be calm, be quiet now, my precious boy. Don't struggle like that or I will only love you more it's pretty unsettling but i'd like to officially cross over in this episode to a music slash parenting podcast with a sage bit of advice <laughs> Uh-oh. the next time you tuck your kids in and they ask for a lullaby play this song on repeat for them sleep tight kitties <laughs> anyway it's good for halloween in any case so that's my number one the cure lullaby
2: Great list. I I know parties are going to have a lot of fun with this playlist. Any honorable mentions from you? Oh,
0: yeah, you know what? I think we'll put out a O3L Halloween playlist. How about that? Sounds like a great idea. I've got a a veritable crud load of them. All right. I've got uh, Rocky Erickson. I walked with the zombie. Mm -hmm. David Bowie, Scary Monsters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Squall's Bride of Frankenstein. How about a little Blue Oyster Cult? Don't Fear the Reaper. That's a good one. Why not? Talking Head Psycho Killer, Virgin Prunes Pagan Love Song, Joy Division Dead Souls. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. A
2: lot of good ones. How about you? Well, um, I would have Misfits Halloween, because that's like okay. kind of get me. Now, this song, uh, Gorillaz, I couldn't put this one on my list, because it came out in 2001. So out of the era for the Only Three Lads podcast. Yeah. But Dracula is a great song. Sure. Great. Um, and I had one Rockwell somebody's watching Somebody's me. watching me i think that's just mm. a great tune that everyone really enjoys and then the kills this also is out of era but superstition i don't even know if that's a halloween song but it's kind of creepy and i kind of like it i don't kind of like it i do like
0: it a stevie wonder cover or is it just its own song it's its own song
2: not yeah. superstition yeah no they have a. but just give give that one a spin the kills i love the kills i really like yeah, that kills are great yeah those are great so uh, let's go down our list i, I guess that number five the first one that i picked Eels, my beloved monster for our playlist. At number four, Skinny Puppy with Killing Game. At number three, David Bowie, I'm Afraid of Americans. At number two, The Ramones with Pet Cemetery And my number one song for this Halloween on a
0: playlist, Ministry, Every Day is Halloween. All right. And I had number five, The Birthday Party, Release the Bats. Number four, The Cramps, I Was a Teenage Werewolf. Number three, Susie and the Banshees, Spellbound. Number two, Echo and the Bunnymen, The Killing Moon, and number one, The Cure Lullaby.
2: Also, The Cranberry Zombie, that could be one. Yeah, could be. But it's not really a spooky
0: song, it just has the word zombie in it. I flirted with the chameleon swamp thing, and then uh, I was looking at the lyrics, and I'm like, eh, it doesn't really scream Halloween, but it's a cool title. It's a good guitar. Well, I just want to say to the audience and to the community,
2: we're kind of like a weed. We just grow on you. So if this is the first one, the first podcast from us that you heard, uh, just, you know, sorry. we It's <laughs> like a weed. We are like a weed. We just grow on you. So uh, for people who put up with this for this little special,
0: and hopefully you take something away and have some great music for your parties this weekend. Absolutely. I will second all that. Thank you for letting us hang out with you this Halloween. And we are still going to be here for you on Tuesday with our top five 70s American punk albums, as we promised in last week's randomizer. And we are actually I can say it now. We are going to welcome back one of the all time greatest music journalists of the rock and roll era, Michael Goldberg, who is a previous guest. So he's going to be coming back and joining us on that show. Awesome. Yeah. Well, there you go. Looking forward to lots to look forward to. Yes. And hopefully
2: your candy bars are full sized and not wink wink nudge nudge fun
0: size. ha -ha. (laughs) If you catch our drift. (laughs) Oh. Well, save us a butterfinger, and for a few days until next time, we'll wave hello and say, Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: This episode is brought to you by Greg's Hacking Yes It's brought to you by Phlegm
0: (laughs) And the letter F Thank you for listening to the O3L Halloween Special The ghoulish sound effects were from Placid Place and Fantastic Beats The opening theme was Creepy by Pecan Pie And the closing theme was Creepy Music Box By Sound Gallery By Dimitri Terrace from Pixabay all other music clips are provided solely for purposes of review, examination, education, and news reporting. All respect and rights belong to the copyright holders, and as always, go out and support the artists by buying their records, buying their merch, and seeing some live music. Until next time, sleep tight, kiddies.